welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hello, how are we all? Hope you're all having a great day so far. Today is another extremely hot day here in England, which I am not used to, so I'm a little bit sweaty. I've got my fan in the background. Hopefully you don't hear that going, but it doesn't stop me bringing you another podcast episode because it's what I love to do. My guest today is Vanessa DeWall, and she is the founder of an app called Floka. So this is an all-in-one platform and app for women's health. I'll go through her bio, then I'll cover some exciting news with a collaboration, and also what to expect from today's episode. So Floka integrates with tons of other apps and devices that you might be using separately, and brings all of that information together so you can see clearly what maybe is or isn't working. You can also track your symptoms in one place, and then you can see over time reports and how things are changing. And I'm a big fan of tracking, not excessively. We'll talk about that in the episode too, how to find balance. But this would have really helped on my healing journey if it would have been around a few years ago when I needed it the most. Vanessa's intention is to accelerate the rate at which women heal themselves sustainably and at the roots, which I'm all for whether it's through the Go Deeper podcast she hosts or the technology she co-creates with her community. The intention is always first and foremost to help people. It started with her own chronic health issues from the age of 13, which we're going to go into details on on the podcast today, as this is what originally led her to develop the app for her own benefit to start, but now it helps so many others. It felt overwhelming in her experience so many things went wrong she saw a different specialist but eventually she used tracking and the app to yeah get herself better which is so good Vanessa believes whatever chronic health issue you're struggling with keep believing in yourself and you will find the help that you need you'll find the lifestyle that you need and what those are will be unique to you so the very exciting news is that my online course PCOS success will be launching on the Floka app on Thursday, the 29th of July, so this week. I created this course initially in 2019, and it was completely updated last year to contain even more amazing tips and education. Polycystic ovarian syndrome is believed to affect between, like, I think one in six to one in 10 women, and it's actually the leading cause of female fertility issues. I've specialized in this condition since I started seeing clients in 2017, so it's the condition that I've got the most experience with and the hormone imbalance I've, I've seen most more than anything else really so I'm very passionate about it too because I was personally affected by PCOS symptoms acne hair loss excessive facial and body hair growth weight loss resistance and irregular menstrual cycles so if you have a PCOS diagnosis maybe brand new or you've been struggling for a while with those symptoms or maybe you've not had a diagnosis but use you resonate with some of those symptoms that I just listed, you should definitely check out the course on Floka this week. It's a very affordable way to get my expert advice and guidance on nutrition, fitness, supplements, skincare, and more. It's a very holistic look into PCOS. And I give all of my top recommendations that have now helped hundreds of clients struggling. We've had pregnancies, we've had skin clearing up after 10, 20 years of acne. We've had people losing weight. And I mean, even like, I share my transformation online, but this is everything that I did pretty much for um, and all of the different things to investigate for PCOS is in the course. So Floka is amazing in general, even if you don't need the course. So definitely download the app and start seeing all of the amazing ways that it can support your healing journey. 
So in this episode, we cover Vanessa's healing journey in detail, her experience with starting Floca, um, creating an app, business in general, a list of some of the popular apps and devices that integrate with Floca. Um, some common ones are like the Aura Ring, um, the Fitbits, the Apple Watch, um, Temp Drop is another one if you're tracking your menstrual cycle. Her thoughts on tracking versus being intuitive with her health, and I really liked her her opinion on that. Benefits of tracking your menstrual cycle, tracking symptoms in general, and how practitioners can actually benefit from this in their practice because it can be a really amazing tool for you as a practitioner to then get access to people's data so you don't have to waste a ton of time in the sessions. You can see how someone's been getting on the past week or month between calls and see how they've been sleeping, see how their heart rate variability is, their recovery scores, their exercise, their movements, all that good stuff. So you're just going to get so much data about your clients and things that you track, you often get better results with. That's just a fact. You need to know where you're going, what you're doing, what's not working, what is working. So yeah, all around amazing tool. So let's get into the episode today with Vanessa and check out the PCOS Success course now in the Loka resource library. Hi, Vanessa. It's so good to have you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. I've just been, we've just done a back-to-back recording, so we'll be a little bit Zoom tired after this session. Um, But yeah, I've just been on your podcast to talk all about PCOS success, my course that I'm hosting on Floca, which is your app. So yeah, we're doing a little collaboration today. Um, But I wanted to interview you to talk more about the app today. But just to start off, I think the reason that you actually started your business in the first place is because of your own health journey which a lot of us, that's why we get into this work, is something that we struggle with and we found a solution. So yeah, I'd love to know, because I've not heard it yet, your health journey and yeah, how you started Floca. Yeah, so I guess for me, like it started very young. I was 13. There was all kinds of issues going on with my gut and my hormones and didn't have my first period till I was 16. So that whole kind of experience was pretty delayed. And then I think by the time I was... Um, I must have been in my my like age nineteen or twenty. I learned that I actually have PCOS, and um, there was just so many different symptoms that I was encountering at the same time. Whether it was like skin, gut, it was very very overwhelming for me as a kid. And here in Canada, um, which is kind of similar to the NHS system, we have universal health care. And so, you know, I went to different doctors, and they all, you know, tried their best. They had limited time. Um, but they're kind of like, you're just going to have to live with your symptoms and that's going to be your life. And just me hearing this, I was like, no, 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 like there, there must be some other type of solution. So that's when I started learning and researching about integrative care. I went to an integrative medicine conference with my mother, who's actually an MD as well. And, um, just started accessing that kind of care. And it was just a wonderful experience to be finally heard and just the, the practitioner wanted to go really deep with me. And she, who, you know, I think accountability in these lifestyle changes matters just as much as the information is, is the actual action. And so she wanted me to write down, you know, everything I was, everything I was eating, my sleep, my fitness, nutrition, symptoms, all of it on this piece of paper. And you know, me having awful handwriting and being kind of young and annoying was like, I already have this data on like 12 different apps on my phone. How do I, you know, get it all together and get it to you basically. So we, that's how Floca came about. We just started by creating one app that can connect to thousands of different apps that women use the most and bring it all into one dashboard. And then those dashboards are not only insightful to the user to see, you know, what patterns are happening, but also you're able to just share that with your practitioners so that they can get that context faster. And the whole idea was, you know, the faster we can get this context to the to the, you know, intelligent recommender, um, the faster the communication can pick up and we won't have to wait like as many sessions to start making more changes and, and seeing how those experiments play out. So it was just about about that. It was just a problem I, I really cared about. And um, with tracking myself, like I certainly have always been someone who wanted to have a journal. And I, I do notice that when I do track things, like things, um, you know, are more organized and they go better for me generally. So, um, but there is of course a relationship between, you know, being intuitive and um, mm. tracking. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that today because I'm sure that's some people's 
thought or maybe they've had experience with tracking and they just went a bit overboard like I have this addictive type personality where I can get hooked on something and then it actually becomes more of a negative because I get too overwhelmed and there's too much data but it, it can definitely be used wisely and it can be done in moderation and actually benefit you so yeah I want to talk about that today um, I'm also interested with your mum being an MD and going to that mm-hmm. conference and obviously knowing about this whole world that you're in now has she changed anything with her practice is she more holistic now is she still practicing well, first of all, my mom, my mom is like a unicorn in the conventional healthcare system. She is always lecturing people like walk the mm. perimeter of the grocery store. Oh, good. Um, you know, don't eat things in boxes. She deals with the, you know, population that struggles a lot with obesity. She's in a smaller um, community hospital in Canada, um, servicing, you know, First Nations populations and, and all kinds of things. So she's amazing. Um, yes, we've been learning together is, is the is the true answer. So while I was going through all these things, the beginning of, of my pre-menses and menses, she was going through menopause. And mm. even though she had trained for a few years to become an OB uh, before switching to emergency medicine, um, she was she was so confused. I was like, mom, if we are this confused, you know, and we're really spending a whole summer like looking through research papers, getting very nerdy and you know, there just weren't answers. If we are this confused, imagine how difficult it is for, for people who, you know, don't have a mother like you. And so I was, yeah, so she, but we teach each other things all the time. You know, like I wake up to text messages and it's, it's a real privilege. You know, I think the biggest privilege of my life to be her daughter. I love her in in so many ways, but um, I think that, yeah, we're, we're constantly on this journey together. And I think that, um, that's been the most inspiring part. We we talk about things and we really believe both of us believe in integrative. So, you know, the best from conventional healthcare, like you mentioned on the last podcast, if you're hit by a bus, you, you definitely want that conventional healthcare and, you know, partnering that with the best of, you know, evidence-based in uh, like holistic healthcare. Um, and I think um, that's just such an exciting, exciting place. And she's one of those, I mean, her story is even more incredible as mine, how she became a doctor and I could, I could talk about it. She could save someone as to a, get her on the show as a, <laughs> as, a, as a lifeguard. Um, but she really got into medicine because she really wanted to help people. It really wasn't a, a financial thing. She was really doing it for the right reasons. And I think, um, yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing, amazing legacy of hers. Obviously she's retiring soon. And so, um, she's yeah she's always oh it's so lovely that you're like hyping her up on here and making sure <laughs> with her i know she'll, she'll I know. never she know all of these social media at all but yeah she's a big <laughs> part she's of she's so story. like health conscious because she doesn't go on social media <laughs> i guess i guess so well she is she no the boomers are on facebook right Ooh. they're on oh, facebook yeah, facebook. with their friends sharing yeah. photos of their vacations but other than that that's <laughs> so cute much. And if all medical doctors were like her, even just open to the idea of holistic, natural healthcare, but some are just so very stuck in their ways and actually dismissive. I remember asking, is there anything that I can do for my skin or is there anything that I can do for my gut? And they were just like, food has no impact on those things, which I just, even though I didn't even know about nutrition, I just knew that that could, it just did not make sense with my like young brain like I I just knew intuitively that that wasn't right and just just like you like where I had doctors say like there's there's nothing you can do even now you know like if you're if you're still going to an OB which you have to do for different reasons they'll be like oh there's there's no relationship there's no need to even test your hormones um just having my mom say that's not true like you know there are doctors have different opinions and um, it's a side note, but my sister's just gone through a whole course of colon cancer. And what we've all come out of it is you really have to advocate for yourself, particularly in universal healthcare, um, and know that, you know, one doctor's opinion is one doctor's opinion and advocate for yourself and get a different doctor to see if they, if they share the same opinion. So, um, we definitely want to, my mom would always say, we want to use their, their intelligent brain, but you don't have to take anything someone says as, as the gospel, right? It's... Yeah. And I, I work online now and there mm-hmm. are benefits of seeing someone in person. They can do a physical examination on you. Um, mm-hmm. so there's obviously like pros and cons to, to both aspects, but I, like you asked me on your show, 
what do I hope from healthcare? And I said, like, I really, truly hope that there is this integrative approach, but I sadly don't see it happening anytime soon. But the focus that we should have is spreading the word about natural medicine and focusing on yourself and getting yourself as healthy as possible. And then hopefully that has a knock on effect on your loved ones, your friends and family start asking, what are you doing? Like, you look really good, you're glowing. Um, you have so much more energy than you used to. And I think that's how we make a change, like a, a drop in the ocean, but over time, maybe Absolutely. fingers crossed. I think we, we yeah. want the same thing. Yeah. And and and, and that's on, on the, the patient side, but what you're doing is so important too. You have case studies and evidence and that gets, you know, doctors are humans, mm-hmm. right? Even if they are conventionally trained, a lot of them today, you know, they care about their own health. And I think that, as these things become more pervasive and more talked about, um, certainly I think that you'll get more doctors like my mom. And mm-hmm. I hope that everyone gets a doctor like my mom. Yeah, a lot of um, in the medical profession, there's a lot of like suicide, health issues, mental health issues, same with dentistry, which is really sad, just the type of hours that they work. And a lot of them do go into it wanting to help people and, and make a change. Um, and then it's usually the people higher up in like the the pharmaceutical industries that are a bit more money focused. Um, but then it's the pharmaceutical companies who educate the the doctors a lot of the time because a doctor's mm-hmm. job really is to diagnose and then prescribe a treatment, a medication for that. So it's not that they're withholding information from us a lot of the time. They just don't know that there's options out there. Um, but it angers me when the, they are so dismissive of it. Or I've had some people who have been in the doctor's offices for 20 years. Um, they come to see me. They get an improvement. They go back to tell the doctor. And they just like say, oh, it's not it's not linked at all. It's nothing that you've done. It's just a spontaneous remission. Or it's just luck. Um, or like, I don't want to listen to that. Like, I don't care. Like, get out of the office pretty much. Which is sad. But even with that, just accept it. And do some journaling to get the anger out if you're if you're that patient, but you don't want to hold on to resentment because yeah, it's not gonna not gonna change anything. So in terms of your health journey, now that you've come out on the other side with a lot of your hormonal symptoms, you're feeling so much better. Looking back, is there anything that you feel like contributed to the fact that you had that delayed period and PCOS like symptoms? Yeah. So a lot of the things we spoke about in the podcast, um, like on our podcast, it's the go deeper podcast where we interviewed you certainly rang true, whether it was, you know, um, I, I was born naturally. My mom had no drugs. I don't know how she did that. Um, but I, but I did have a lot of ear infections as a child. And so I was probably given, you know, antibiotics, you know, parents wanting to do, um, whatever they can to stop the pain. So, I think that's it. There's a lot of genetic predispositions too. My dad also has IBS. I do know that the grandchildren of um, of kids who were in puberty or prenatal in the Dutch hunger winter in World War II are more likely to have diabetes. So mm-hmm. since that's an insulin, I don't know, I think that's metabolic related to really a metabolic thing with PCOS as well. Um, I think there's just so, so many different things, but also you're talking about trauma and how trauma isn't necessarily like there's a spectrum. Absolutely. Everything is a spectrum. Um, And so um, it's one of the things that I haven't really talked much publicly about, but certainly, you know, if you, if you've gone through um, some challenging emotional times just in your own family, I think that that can really result in stress and that can translate into to different things and just epigenetically expressing those genes that are already vulnerable. So um, yeah, and, and I, I also think back in, I was in high school in 2007 and I graduated 2011. I, I don't think there was as much, um, I didn't have as much knowledge then as I do now about what's healthy. In fact, um, the whole understanding of what is healthy is kind of, kind of changed. Like people are more aware of okay, like canola oil inflammatory, that that wasn't a thing. It was, you know, seen as healthy. People had base cell back in the day, you know, people were trying to get, yeah. So, so I think- Everything was like super low fat then, but we know that there's good types of fat and more inflammatory types of fat. Yeah, exactly. And my, my family was always, you know, very into health and fitness and they had all these vitamins, but I think, um, 
Yeah. So the, there's just, I think the, the challenge can be when you're in a journey, it can be so overwhelming when you have so many different things happening at once. It's not just one thing. It's so many different things. And, and you mentioned that you experience symptoms of, of like dementia, like symptoms, like that can be the most overwhelming thing, brain fog, because when I was a teenager, like I was, you know, I was very into, I was a very good student. Like I really identified my identity was really wrapped up in my cognition. And then to get to, to, to university and feel like I was experiencing brain fog with all of these other symptoms, it's very difficult for, for your identity because it's one thing to look Mm -hmm. different than how you feel. But then the other thing is to, to be thinking different than how you're used to like knowing what you want to say but it just not confusing you just can't get the words out that's yeah it's really scary actually yeah it it, 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 terrifying you're you're worried if you'll ever be able to think as well as you used to um so I think that that's a big factor and actually as I was listening to your podcast I think mold did impact our whole family we were living in a in a newer home but we had a pond and I'm sure with with basins and some pumps there is some type of relationship and um, I think that, yeah, it just, so it takes a very, very, very holistic approach to, um, even start trying to a- address some of these problems. I'm so, so grateful to the whole, you know, industry and the fact that there are people out there talking about this, um, and not just people saying, well, this is going to be your life for the rest of, you know, your life. And here's, here's some pills. Another thing I think happens to people, I've never been on SSRIs myself, but, if you um, are around people that are that are depressed, I think that can be, especially if you are a sensitive person, you can really feel for those people and that can really impact you um, because you are probably as happy as like the five main people in your life. And if a lot of them are depressed or they're on SSRIs, it, it can be very difficult. That was a really significant impact in my life. I, I don't know if I can talk about this, but, but, but my mom was you know, she was going through menopause, she was given these SSRIs, and um, she probably shouldn't have been. And and even though she, you know, was a doctor, she wasn't really understanding that you would be stuck on them, and it changes the way that your brain works, and then you're going to be blunted for, for, for a while. And, and so actually, it took the research of the I would call it integrative way to learn how to get off these things safely with things like 5-HTP. So you're not much more depressed than you were even starting them when you finally come off. That's a, that's a Mm. huge tangent. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's that's totally valid and it makes total sense. Um, Like in your situation, there wasn't just one thing. It's probably like a little Mm -hmm. bit of this, a little bit of that. Definitely your environment structurally with mold, but also energetically and emotionally with your family. Like what's the family family dynamic? Does your mom struggle with anxiety? Because that's going to yeah. like affect the way that you're raised and how you express your emotions. And now we know unresolved emotion, um, unexpressed emotion can, can actually lead to physical disease. Totally. And, and your people around you, like their health is your health. If COVID didn't teach us that, like that's, certainly the truth the the health of the people around you is is your health and another big thing is gut health so um you know on my fourth birthday I was on the toilet and people were like what so I had struggled with constipation my whole life like not like you're not taught as a child how often you should go to the bathroom what's a problem um but that was certainly you know a problem for me and the gut is very sensitive to what's happening in your life and in stress as well, you need to be able to rest and digest. So, you know, healing the gut lining, healing and and promoting better gut bacteria, all types of things I think are really helpful. You were talking about coffee enemas on the last episode. That has honestly helped too. One of my favorite tools. I'm like, I've probably mentioned them on every single podcast episode that I like record or I'm on. I post, like they're just my favorite thing ever. And they made the biggest difference to my brain fog. And I can tell that your brain fog has improved because in like the past few years, you've managed to start a business, which I I attempted to like grow my business when I had the brain fog, but it just wasn't happening. I had to really get myself healthy first in order to have new ideas and think clearly and be able to have a phone call 
without documenting every little thing that I want to say. Um, but yeah, I'd love to know about your experience starting this business, especially in the app, in the health world. I work online in the health world. I, I know it's a little bit different with app apps and um, all of that stuff. So yeah, I'd love to know how that whole process was. And when was it that you started it? How many years ago? Yeah, so it was a dream of mine, I guess, when I was in school. Um, we really started the whole practitioner and getting the product more complete in COVID. Mm-hmm. And so um, that timing was, I guess, just very serendipitous with a lot of people going online. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, so I grew up with a, with an entrepreneur in, in the home in, in technology and I've always just loved technology. I love the, you know, like if you can create solutions for problems, that's the most exciting thing. Um, it really, yeah, I'm just trying to think about how to, how to respond to the question, but I, but I, but I really like the honest narrative of entrepreneurship is really hard and absolutely it is, it would be way too difficult to attack if you have brain fog, if you have as many overwhelming things going on as I did when I was very, very sick. Um, Are there any mistakes that you've made with business or any like top tips? Of course. I mean, I, I think um, a lot of people will say that if you weren't naive enough, like if, if I wasn't naive when I started, I might not had, you know, just, if I had known everything that I knew, I might not have just jumped into it. And maybe that's an advantage in some way. Um, But yeah, you learn so much. And I think what I love so much about the work we do is it's, it's, it's teamwork. So you're building a team. um, You're figuring out like how the team can work together. um, And just the whole process of building a team. It took me a long time to build a great team, but um, it makes such a, such a big difference now that it's done and um yeah just just a lot about like teamwork has been a big learning for me project management um but I'm but I'm always learning and there's different things to learn about like leadership and I'm I'm constantly trying to learn um more so I really don't think I'm I'm done by by any means but I certainly um it's just been such a learning journey. And if you want to learn a lot very quickly, then then starting a business is, is yeah. a great idea. I heard someone say it's like the the greatest personal development journey you'll ever go mm. on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which I love. Like I love the fact that because I love I just love personal development as it is, but the fact that it can help my business and actually the more that I improve myself, it reflects my business. So kind totally. of win-win. Totally. Personal growth precedes financial growth and just like you like I feel so connected to so much of what you're talking about but like when I was 13 I was like reading my mom's Oprah magazines <laughs> with like what I know for sure and it's it's just a personal interest that it seems to come in handy um like the advice yeah, columns and yeah yeah and just different philosophies and I feel like we learn so much from each other like I learn so much from my team every day um and from our customers, from our community, from our users. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to try to solve these problems. Amazing. Love to hear that. Did you know that indoor air is typically more polluted and harmful than outdoor air? I wasn't really aware of the harmful effects of poor air quality until I found out that I was unknowingly being exposed to toxic mold that was making me really sick. Now I really prioritize what I think are the foundations to health, clean food, clean water, and clean air. It's not just mold that we need to be mindful of in our homes, it's the flame retardants and VOCs off-gassing from furniture, airborne parasites, pollen, dust mites, and bacteria. One of the best investments that you could make with your health is getting a high quality air filter that is strong enough to filter these things out and clean the air properly. Otherwise, it's gonna be our lungs filtering that stuff. Not all air filters are created equal though. So I wanted to share with you my favorite brand, the Air Doctor, or if you're in the UK, the Amazing Air. I keep this powerful filter running 24 seven to give me peace of mind that the air that I'm breathing is safe and supportive to my health. Check the show notes for links to save 200 pounds on the Amazing Air 3000 and up to $300 off the different Air Doctor models. I just know that you're gonna love it as much as I do. Okay, let's get back into the show. So tell us, we should maybe should have started with this, but tell us about Floka. 
so what it yeah. is and what type of um apps and devices can be synced with Floca and who can benefit from that okay for sure so Floca is designed to meet you where you are on your journey as you already are you know working with probably different apps and wearables so what Floca does is it brings all of the data together we've got six different pillars so like sleep fitness nutrition um cycle mind all of it and we bring it all together so you can either track in the app or you can track a lot of people do hybrid like they'll have some data they'll input into the app and some in data that's coming from like say this aura ring or this apple watch or um you know another another app and then it brings it all together and then that's the way that you can get your insights so by seeing everything from a bird's eye view on the web portal or like a bigger portal you're able to to see like, hey, when I'm doing this, I'm feeling this good. And that's really helpful as like, you know, just feedback of a record of what's going on for you. Uh, you mentioned taking progress photos for your PCOS in the last um, episode. And we actually have that as a feature of like taking photos along the way in the body section. Um, but yeah, basically once you're all set up, hopefully on your journey, you're working with a practitioner like yourself and then you're able to share all that information with your practitioner. And what that really does is help speed up the communication because the practitioner is able to access this information anytime in real time. Um, so they're able to see like how your how things are going. They can check in on you and they can also see patterns. Um, so that's really what Floca does. It's just designed to help speed up the communication, help speed up the rate of learning about your patterns. Um, and it connects to thousands of different apps and wearables. So it's designed to, to connect to the, the ones that, you know, are you're using most. And um, my, for myself, a lot of it is automated tracking, which is what we want. We don't want a lot of manual tracking. So like I use an Aura Ring for sleep and um, Apple Watch to track my workouts. Um, I also love the product Temp Drop which um, is, is another product that's integrated into Floca for basal body temperature tracking. Um, it's for your yeah, menstrual cycle, if anyone now. doesn't know. So um, yeah, like tracking your menstrual yes. cycle to see when you're ovulating for helping with conception. If you yes. want, want to try for a baby or if you want to avoid pregnancy, this is fertility awareness method, part one of the different tools that you can use to assess that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And I'm not articulating that. So that's okay. I'm so hearing just <laughs> pressure washing. So yeah, so for ovulation, even if you're not trying to get pregnant, as I'm sure your listeners know, like you, you might want to know whether or not you're ovulating to to know are you having a healthy cycle? Like if you have PCOS, ovulating is the goal. Um, and it is an eco indicator of your health, kind of like a frog to the environment. So you're gonna want to know, am I ovulating? Because ovulation is the main event of the menstrual cycle and you're going to want to know um that's when your hormones are created um that's how you balance your hormones so yeah it's just good to 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 ovulate in general for your own for your own health um but obviously if you want to conceive a child then you're going to want to ovulate as well um and your body's probably not going to let you ovulate if it doesn't feel safe to do so or healthy enough to do so um, so it's, it's a great like biohacking tool to figure out whether or not we're ovulating and tracking your cycle is um, something I've been doing since I had my first period because it was so late. There were like the very first apps. And so actually I have all my cycles saying, I think my first app was like period tracker light and um, mm. it has so many different icons in there. It's, it's, it's really, it still exists today. And I went and I looked at it. It's very nostalgic. Oh so good just to see the evolution and as the health like the healthier you've got the like more healthy your cycle is and your period and all of that which is great and I was mentioned before that I want to touch on your thoughts on tracking versus just being more intuitive with your health so there's the argument probably against what you do in we don't need all of these tech devices let's just get in touch with our body again which I like I can see that but also I know the power of data and often it's like with a, a GPS you, you need to know where you're going in mm. order to like know what to do and yeah you need to have the end destination in mind and you need to see like what is working what is not working in order to steer 
the ship, so to speak. So yeah, your thoughts on tracking versus just being intuitive with health? I think like it comes down to everything, whatever works for you. I just know that for myself, um, tracking, like when I track things, things go better or I plan, you know, I think the great amazing thing about being a human being is we have this pre-flight simulator called the prefrontal cortex. We have this ability to plan. And I think um, when you plan, like you're doing two things in the Flow app or in any app where you're tracking, you're reporting the weather, what's happening today, and you're planning the future. Like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to take this walk and take time for myself? Am I going to make a really nourishing meal? Um, and then I'm reporting those things back to the, whether it's your journal or an app. And then you're in, in doing that, you're feeling good about taking care of yourself. And I think that's just a great rewarding cycle. I'm a big fan of the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think that, um, you know, habit tracking can happen on a piece of paper or an app. For me, I love to see dashboards and um, chart things over time. I really do believe in the integrative approach to things. I do think that evidence base is, is where you want to be. And some things are not yet um, able. You're not, you don't have studies to, to have evidence yet. So you're doing like an end of one kind of biohacking experiment with yourself. And it's really good to actually see the data. Cause, cause like you said, um, you know, you need to, you need to, you, if you, if you're not doing data-driven, you know, experiments with yourself, then in my, my question is sometimes, well, like, what are you doing? You don't really know. And, and another, another case for this that I've heard from practitioners is, um, we might have the best intentions with what we say we're going to do in terms of protocols, but we might just not remember that we haven't done them. And so it's great to have an external brain. There's so much going on in the world. There's so many distractions, um, you know, I, sometimes I have to write lists because, you know, with product management or you're running a business, there's just so many things going on. You have to write it down. I really do believe in writing it down. I do believe that organization is the key to success in, in all things. Um, and that, you know, your health is, is no different. I think we also forget not just what to do with the protocol, but we forget how we're feeling day to day. Yeah. So let's say something like acne or, sleep issues you might start with it being a 10 out of 10 bad and then three months in you're still seeing breakouts on your face every time you look in the mirror so you think oh I'm still struggling with acne it's not changed but then if you look back maybe you've taken progress pictures it's 50% better it's a 5 out of 10 and maybe the acne has started to change it's gone from deep cystic inflamed acne like all like deep in your cheeks down your neck and it's now shifted to be more like surface level whiteheads and maybe they're just like on the forehead now. That is a sign of progress. And same with your digestion. You might have gone from being bloated every single day of the week, every meal, to still being bloated, but it's just around your period now. So that is a huge shift and a huge improvement. But when you're in it, and I I know this because I've been that person, you forget of how many symptoms you used to have because you're still not 100% healed, which never happens anyway, just as a side note. But I forgot about tons of symptoms that I had previously until someone brought them up or I like listened back to an old podcast that I did. I was like, oh yeah, I used to struggle with that. And it's just, it's disappeared. Maybe because my, my main goal hasn't been met yet. Doesn't mean that like nothing's changed. It definitely has. Yeah. And I, I do need to mention as well, like with the, I do believe in the intuitive eating thing. I think that your body knows what it wants. And I, I believe in that. And that's another design decision we made at Floca is we don't actually have calorie tracking in the app. You can connect a MyFitnessPal if you're good with that experience. Um, but certainly having an experience design that's not built to trigger you because there are eating disorders out there. There are people with triggers. Um, there should be a place where you're not going to feel triggered, where the whole experience is designed around making you feel good and notice noticing what makes you feel good, as opposed to, you know, just being focused on a, on a number on a scale, if that's not conducive to your goal. So I, I do think that it is possible to overdo it with tracking. Absolutely. Um, but I would think about when assessing whichever app, like what are 
the design goals of, of the app and just make sure that you're feeling good when you're in the app. Um, because if you're not, you shouldn't be using it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I, so that's something that I would, that I would say, and I, I certainly empathize with, with what's triggering and, um, yeah. And, and I do believe in intuitive eating too. It's like cravings are usually a good compass. What do you think? Do you like, what is your philosophy on intuitive eating and cravings? And how I think there's a, a subset of people who intuitively think they want to be eating cakes every day. They want to have dessert mm-hmm. after every meal and they have a raging candida of a growth or they have completely dysregulated blood sugar. So that's actually not supportive for them. And when the neurotransmitters are off and the gut health and the brain health is off, you can crave more junk food. And then it becomes a vicious cycle because you're never going to get out of that if you keep eating those inflammatory foods. But when you're when you've healed a lot of the gut infections and blood sugar dysregulation, you can get to a place where you are intuitive, like I am now. But five years ago, I had to have a logical brain and a plan what to eat because I just had no idea. And um, I had a ton of food sensitivities as well. So I wanted to eat something, but I would have a reaction to it. Um, so you can get to an intuitive place, but it, it's not something that everyone can follow right away. Um, some, exactly. some some people need a bit of a plan first, and then you can get to the place where you don't really crave junk food or sugary things anymore. Or if you do, you can see that as, oh, maybe I didn't eat enough protein at breakfast this morning, or maybe I'm extra stressed. And yes, it's fine to have the piece of cake that day, but let's also look at the deeper emotion associated or the actual cause of the problem and let's maybe time the piece of cake a bit more smart like wisely let's have it after dinner instead of the middle of the day when we're just sat at our desk and not using that sugar efficiently so I am way more balanced 80 20 now with my lifestyle but it's because I I was a bit more strict in the early stages and I I healed my body and it really sped up the process being a little bit more diligent with taking supplements and doing lab tests and following a plan so that now I can be more free with everything I just wanted to check as well if someone doesn't have like aura rings and wearables Mm -hmm. and everything is there can they just use the app to track the food and the skin and the symptoms totally totally and the other thing is the app is totally free I mean this is part of our mission um so you can track forever. The goal is we just launched a menopause features that it should take you from, you know, menses to menopause. You're for the full life cycle. Um, but yeah, you can, it's designed that if you have absolutely no technology, no other app, you can use it for free. You can connect it to the steps on your phone as a proxy. So if you take your phone with you, you can use that to, to count steps if that's important to you. You can track your cycle, your mood, your food journals, um, you know, acne, whatever it is, you can track it all in the Floca app. Um, and you can find that it's on the app store or on our website. Um, and yeah, and it will, it, the goal is, you know, it'll always be there for you because these wellness journeys are lifelong. And um, I love what you said on our last, you mentioned it, but your last podcast about how I'll link to that as well in the show notes <laughs> in case everyone's like, let's listen to this episode. There's yeah. a lot of, a lot of juicy content in there, isn't there? Oh, it's, it's so good. You're so, so <laughs> educational, but really talking about getting rid of things. So it doesn't take as much work to take care of yourself is absolutely the goal, but, um, not, but, and wellness is a lifelong journey. And if we, like you mentioned, if we stop doing the things that we know are good for us, um, it might catch up to us. And I think the goal isn't to be perfect all the time, a hundred percent. You're going to want to have that cheesecake that you mentioned. And that's wonderful. Like if your gut is healed and you're, you're okay to process that, that's amazing. Um, you're going to always want to be able to come back to, you know, doing the things that you know work for you. And um, yeah, but that's the goal with the app. So you can use it absolutely with no other um, no other tech too. And is it more of a recent function? So this is what I've collaborated with, the courses and the content. Is that a new, yes. a new feature? Yeah. So if you are accessing a FOCA course where um, yours is hosted, you'll be able to access all of the tracking and everything as well too. In the same place that you're watching the content, you mm-hmm. can go implement it. Um, in the tracking. So 
Um, if you're recommending, I'm so excited for the section that's all about like feminine energy and sacral healing. If you say you talk through a meditation, you can go right there and like record your meditation as a card. Um, yeah, or what, or whatever else you want to go do. Track like a great meal that you've had, how you're feeling. Um, I think that's really important. And just a side note to to step out of the app as well. And um, I've been listening to things about the idea of like design your maybe kale's a bad example because you know your superfoods it sounds like are similar to, to my superfoods which is not necessarily kale but the idea the ideal of the kale phone of like setting your phone up in a way since it's such a big part of our life um where the apps that are on it make you feel good i think is just something that i've been doing recently um and so that's why it's important to kind of track your mood to know okay what things are making me feel good and let's do more of this and less of things that are, you know, maybe not making me feel good. Or it's also a dosage problem. I've seen, if you've seen the charts of like Instagram for 10 minutes, you're going to feel great for 40 minutes. You're going to not feel great. So and I've got the, I, I set up the, on iPhone, like the limits, how long I should be on. Yes, yes, and I am bad. Yes. I just like click off them. I'm just like, ignore. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to definitely practice what I preach with that. I'm doing better. I'm opting for reading a book in the evening instead of going on TikTok because you get lost in a whole world for like three hours on that. It's, it's quite dangerous, especially as like a young mind. Just be very mindful, like who you're following, what you're listening to, what you're reading, because it all affects your subconscious mind. Um. So yeah, I'm just mindful of time. Do you have a few minutes to do oh, a yeah, quick, I'm fine. Don't, quick, don't um, worry. Yeah, what are they Quick fire questions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just so quickly on that, the ignore. I'm gonna do a, a request to to Apple where it says ignore, like ignore requests. They should have a little meditation, breathing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That would be oh, yeah, a great be so like, good. product experience, good right? <laughs> yeah, I would pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so last few questions now for you. Um, do you have any other favorite tech devices or apps, obviously, other than Floka that you want to share? Yes, I love my Aura Ring. Um, I love it for sleep uh, because I think seeing the heart rate of sleep compared to what's like healthy, what gives you different kinds of visual insights comparing the two charts um, is really helpful. So I think that's incentivized me to sleep more. And sleep is just such an important thing for your cognitive health. Um, I also have an Apple watch that I do like to track my workouts just because I, I like to see that I've done them. I don't know why it is, but I just like to see that I've done them and I like the rings and I, I like, I like how that works. Those are two wearables though. Um, like I mentioned, I, I like temp drop. I also like the calm app for meditations. Uh, I think meditations are super helpful. Obviously I track a lot in Floca. Um, so I'm trying to think what other apps I I use. I'm an aura um, fan as well. I got my at aura one point, I had like pages of of apps, and now yeah. I have to go back and look. I was just reorganizing like the health apps because um, I, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them, but I think those those would be the big ones. And you um, can say it's partly research. If you're downloading all of these things, you're like, I'm doing it for work. Yeah, all the time. We're like, does this <laughs> this connect to whatever it is? And then we, we figure it out. Oh, another one that we're partnering with. Uh, it's not launched yet, but um, is Read Your Body is a great um, tech app. Mm. It's also in the UK, mm -hmm. um, and it's a it's a nonprofit, so that's a good one. Um, but yeah, I, obviously, I had so many different apps. I was looking back in my old apps folder for health apps, and there was like there was like an app specifically for just tracking bicycle trips <laughs> I was like, that's not me. absolutely yeah, yeah. this is day, taking up so. too much iphone storage yeah it, it's helpful to be on one place but if, if it works well together like that's mm -hmm. that's an amazing thing if these things collaborate together and um i'm always trying to get more data into to floca to get more insights and there's going to be new ones coming out all the time so we have to all keep up, up to date with the latest is there a book that you want to recommend? It could be on the subject of health or an, a fiction one. I did mention Atomic Habits. I think oh, yeah, that yeah. Everyone's, yeah. Really everyone's good. heard of it. So I will mention a different one. Um, it's not related to health, but I, I, it's related to life. And the book is called Range by David Epstein, I believe. And it really talks about 
um, I don't know, the idea of using all of your brain. When I was a kid, I loved going from art class to calculus. Um, I love using like all aspects of my brain. Um, and I think we're really taught in this world that to be good at anything, you have to specialize early and often and only focus on one thing. And in many ways, it's very um, complementary to the integrative or holistic care space. It's like if we're so focused on one organ and we don't see the forest for the trees, um, a lot of innovation tends to come from people who have domain expertise in multiple different areas where they apply those perspectives onto another. I'm very interested in like interdisciplinary thinking, um, but I think it's a great book for everyone to read or if you have kids to read um, because it really changed the way that I was programmed to think about not just your career, but how you think and how to spend time and to not feel guilty for the time that you spend that like maybe you're in a logical job and you're spending time in something very creative or you're have a very creative career and you're spending time other ways I think maybe for someone like yourself in your career it's a very very creative and it's very intuitive but I think it's it's just a fantastic book so it's yeah, really good one. yeah I think is it that we only use like five percent of our brain or something like crazy it's crazy stuff yeah, like that if that's I don't know if that's like fully true mm. but um my my background I studied psychology as, as my degree but um I think they might cover that in this this book as well like I'm it, sure I think it's like definitely a, is it that we use our subconscious mind for like 95% of our daily thoughts it's just on repeat like the same number of thoughts something like that yeah. that's so true and getting rid of those ants um Mm. there's that um doctor um who does the spec scans oh i'm, I'm forgetting oh, Dr. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yes and he talks about getting rid of the ants like the automatic negative thoughts it's so powerful and I'm, I'm so curious to hear about like all of your findings the research about like positive thinking and manifestation this is what i was most interested about when i was doing my degree was we were learning so much about like the dsm-5 and like so many pathologies and i was like okay we need to study what it what goes on in the world when the person is healthy and happy and fulfilled. And that's basically the study of positive psychology is like what um how do we make things go right as opposed to like reporting the news? Yeah, like what do we do about it? <laughs> yeah. How do we fix the problem? Yeah, there's, there's so many pathologies and these uh, binders that you know we're giving names to, whether it's like multiple personality disorder, blah blah blah. blah. Um but I think it's it's very, very interesting to me personally of like what happens when things go really right for people, like what's going on in their yeah, brain. Let's so study I'm those like, people. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. study those people. Um, I'm so curious and I'm excited to follow you and your journey of like learning about um about this topic too. And it's yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. Like Floca at the end of the day was came from the mental, like it, there is a double entendre there, of course, but it came from the mental state of flow, which is that flow state that we all want to experience. It's I learned about in my study of positive psychology. Um, and that's basically only that can only happen when you get your whole body, you know, functioning well. So it takes a whole village or a whole bunch of efforts to optimize your whole body, especially if you're suffering from like issues with many different aspects. Um, and then you get a chance to have a brain that can operate and flow. And that's really where I want to spend my time. And that is that is the normal state. That's the what we should all be aiming for is to have a clear mind and focus. And yes, we're going to be better at some things than others, but mm -hmm. our brains are so powerful and we can change them. They are plastic. We can rewire the brain. We can create neural pathways. They used to think that once a nerve had been damaged that it was just kind of stuck that way but we can regenerate nerves and I think the whole subject is just fascinating even something like gratitude is being studied more um being grateful for like a gratitude list at the end of the day has like changed my life <laughs> absolutely so that that is actually you know I forgot about it even but the app you were mentioning that is I think my other favorite app is the five minute journal app. I think oh, it's, it's an app for that. They have I have an app. The old school, like, app. I have the book. I also have the app, you know, and I think the app is just nice because it reminds you sometimes we need those reminders. Um, but yes, gratitude, neuroplasticity. It's, 
it's it's all possible. Um, and so I think in a world of distraction, we just have to be, you know, very discerning about cutting out the things that are not so good for us. Um, 80-20 rule, of course, but... Well, some things give us, like, very short-term, like, dopamine hit, but yes. we know that they're not good for us long-term, like social media. Totally. But, and thank goodness there are people out there, like yourself, creating content that is good and educational to consume, right? Because... Um, you can use it in a good way. It's just a tool. Like technology, it's just a tool. It's like a pen. You can use it to write beautiful poetry. You can use it to write terrible things. It's the same thing with your your phone. You can use it to enhance your life, improve your life, change your, your life and your brain. Or you can use it to kind of let other people addict you to products that might not be so good for you. So um, yeah, it's really, you have the agency. Um you're the one who's empowered to make all of the decisions. And I think it's just an exciting time to be alive. Like I know I was, you know, so excited in 2007 with, with like Windows Vista. And I'm like, just as excited now with everything that's going on with AI. And um, I think it's just a really cool time to be alive. If you seize the opportunity. I admit, I'm a, I'm a little bit terrified of AI, but I hope it's used, I hope it's used for good. Yeah, and I know there definitely are risks. That these things don't come without without risks. Um, Amazing. I totally agree with all of that. Um, so second to last question is, what's your go-to breakfast? Go-to breakfast. Okay, so I was doing, I was doing um, a high-protein breakfast with, like, I love like egg whites, like all the vegetables and real eggs too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I, I'm just, just on vacation. So kind of, uh, <laughs> like way. waffles and ice cream. And... <laughs> no, I know it was pretty, pretty good. Um, sometimes the, the body does want to do a little bit of like fasting. So I try to do that like without caffeine and definitely um, not having coffee without food or having decaf. Um, Sometimes like greens, celery juice sometimes ends up being like part of my breakfast or the beginning. I have like courses of breakfast. <laughs> I'll start with like I've definitely been water. there. It's a whole routine, isn't it? We're having like hydration the whole morning. Yeah, I think just really getting hydrated is probably the most important thing. And then I tend to have like a bigger meal and um, lunch or, din- or dinner. Mm-hmm. I prefer mm-hmm. lunch, but I prefer to eat with people. And so that's why it tends to feel like stuck in your workflow you're like oh I have to eat I know it's good for me but (laughs) yeah and then very last question is where can people find you I don't know if you have your own like social media or if it's just all under Floka and yeah where we can find um the app is it on all of the different places we'd expect yes it's in um yeah so you can find it on the apple store you can go to our website floka.co for me personally I don't think I currently have a public Instagram, I have Twitter, uh, which mm-hmm. is just Vanessa, G-H-I-S. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can find us at Floca Life on Instagram um, and TikTok. And um, yeah, and we'd love to hear your feedback. We're constantly evolving the whole product experience um, based on the feedback of the community. Um, and we're just wanting to build the most valuable you know, experience that we can. Um, and if you have any requests, send, send those over. Yeah, any other apps or devices that you don't see on there? Like, you're adding new things all the time, aren't you? Yes, it's very dense sprints. Yeah, we're launching features. We, we should we should announce all the ones. They kind of get announced in the apps, app store notes. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, like, constantly more, more and more happening as things evolve. But, uh, so exciting. Yeah, well, I think you're doing too. amazing work out there. And, yeah, I'm so excited to have the course on there now and just offer it to more people and yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people listening they want to sign up right away so um yeah you can download the app all the links will be in the episode show notes and I just want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story being vulnerable mm-hmm. and also yeah sharing a little bit about the business side of things and this amazing app that you're just constantly evolving and growing I think it's going to go on to do amazing things even more so Thank you so much. And thank you for all of the education information you're sharing. Like I cannot wait to enroll myself in, in your course. And I think it's just, um, just, just, just amazing. I, I think it's a wonderful education on, on mold and 
I can't wait to, to share more about it. So thank you so much for having me. It's been a wonderful morning together um, for yourself. I know, I know. we've had a full, full <laughs> morning for yourself um, together and it's the end of my day. So yeah, it's been so good. And thank you for coming on the show, Vanessa. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app, as this helps to support the show and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram. I'm at Viva Natural Health. And if you haven't already, check out my website, vivanaturalhealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one -on -one consultation packages if you want my top level support, then more affordable group programs and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. If you're ready to change and get some answers but aren't sure which option would be best, take that first step today and apply for a free enrollment call on my website and we'll discuss the best steps for you to take in order to achieve hormonal harmony. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.